You know our slogan around here is better practice, better life. But we're taking this belief to the next level. And we've recently announced the creation of a new association. It's called the Best Practices Association. Our association celebrates the mindset that is better practice, better life. This mindset celebrates time, healthy living, personal growth, clinical excellence, and impacting the lives of your patients and your team through intentional leadership. In fact, we are the work-life balance experts in dentistry. The BPA will coach independent dental practices like yours to thrive by sharing best practices and operational habits, behaviors, systems, tools, and insight that lead to profitability and sustained growth, and you can still have a life. So if you're a dentist that wants to surround yourself with great thinkers, let us help you create your own version of Better Practice, Better Life. Go to actdental.com forward slash BPA or hit the link in the show notes. Yo, yo, yo. Hey guys, welcome back to another awesome edition of the Best Practices Show podcast. You ever felt like you were out of alignment with the leaders around you in your practice? Well, that's very dangerous. Because any crack in daylight between leaders blinds everyone else. Today, we have an important podcast from one of our amazing coaches. Her name is Courtney Dalton. And we walk you through the treatment plan of what to do when leaders are out of alignment. I'm telling you, you have to listen to this. So please listen up. I hope you guys enjoy it. We'll see you soon. Hey guys, welcome back to the Best Practices Show podcast. I love this because we get to hang out uh, with really great thinkers, great coaches, great leaders, great teachers. And we're going to do that today with an amazing coach. Her name is Courtney Dalton. And we're going to be talking about the important issues that happen in your practice and every practice, which is alignment at the top. It's a timely issue. We have a lot of great practices all over the country, maybe like yours, if you're listening. And when there's no alignment or little alignment or lack of alignment at the top, it makes everyone else struggle. And today we're going to be talking about what to do when leaders are out of alignment with one of our amazing coaches, again, Courtney Dalton. Courtney, thanks for being here. I appreciate you. Thanks for having me. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm so pumped. And uh, I want you to start with this. Before we hit the go button, you said this is a timely issue. You coach practices all over the country. That's what we do. So if you're listening to this, you're wondering, what do we do? We coach great practices that want to be better. And you mentioned this is a very timely issue. Can you just speak to why? Yeah. So leaders being out of alignment is something that as coaches, really, we see this all the time. And it's why a lot of practices seek a little bit of, of help. Um, there are several of us in our community right now that are going through some misalignment. And that's not a bad thing. It's just something that happens as time goes on. And it's so important to call it out and to address it so that you can move past it. So I, I think this is a really, really timely topic. And I'm excited to jump in. Yeah. And today we're going to be talking in this particular episode more about the how, and we'll flesh out the why in a future episode that's going to be coming around the corner in just a few minutes. But I do want to just point out a few whys. So if you're a dentist listening, 
I'll share with you, this is the biggest struggle you'll ever have. If you ever get married, if you ever have a relationship with anybody in a business or outside of a business, the number one thing you want to invest in is alignment. Because I say this in a marriage, I say this in a business, any crack in daylight between the leaders blinds everyone else. For instance, my wife is amazing. And her name is Sarah. And we've been married for 24 years. If we don't align on something, the kids exploit the difference. They always say, well, dad said this or mom said this. And then it always goes back to conflict, conflict with us at the top. And so if you're going to create a partnership, it's important that you are extremely aligned all the time. Now, let me add one more piece of clarity. You don't have to agree. Agreement, if you're, if you're taking notes, write this down. Agreement and alignment are not the same thing. And you don't always have to agree as partners. Sarah and I don't always agree. But what we have to do for the health of everything else is we have to align. So whether you're a one doctor practice, a three doctor practice, an 11 doctor practice, it's very important that we may not agree, but we're going to be aligned before we leave this room so that people can see that we're aligned because I've been on the other side of that. When you have leaders and they're not aligned, everyone else can feel it. It's palpable in your business. You don't have to say a word. Your team members will come up to you and go, you're miserable. And you go, why do you say that? I'm not miserable. And they go, no, you are because you're not aligned. Would you agree, Courtney? A hundred percent. You know, in this in this scenario, your team, they're almost like your kids. They're an extension of your family. And just like your kids know when something's off, so does your team. And they can feel it. And Kirk, we love to say this all the time, as goes the leader, so goes the team. If they see that something is out of place, they feel it, they'll pick up on it, and they oftentimes will replicate it or at least challenge the crack that they see. So it's it's really it's really important. Yeah, I'm going to piggyback on what you just said because it's so important. As goes the leader, so goes the team. So if you're a single doc, you have four docs. Doesn't matter. Practices don't get better. Not a single dental practice in the world got better. Leaders get better. So whether it be one leader or four leaders, I could almost go this far. Now, this is very tongue in cheek for me to say this, um, but if you take a four doctor practice and you make the leaders better, everything gets better like lightning fast. A lot of times a four doctor practice or a three doctor practice spends a lot of time on trying to fix a problem that is really a foundational problem at the top. So um, so we'll keep going because I can keep going on the why forever. But like, Courtney, help us navigate this. You help great practices all over the country navigate this challenge. What's the first thing I have to do? First thing right out of the gate, you have to be meeting as a leadership team. You have to have time, predictable, consistent, regular, set aside to meet as a leadership team. Um, if you don't have that time set aside, the problems, the issues, they just stack. And now you're in fire mode. You're just trying to put out all the fires. Whereas if you have the time set aside every Wednesday at 8 a.m., every Tuesday at 10 a.m., whatever it might be, you have that time set aside to sit down together and go through your list of subjects that you need to touch on for the day. So important, absolutely where you have to start. Yeah, let me throw the first problem to what you just said. But Courtney, I don't have any time. 
you understand, I got all these ops and all these patients and we got to grow our EBITDA and we got to scale. And so I don't have time to sit down and talk to everybody else. What do you say to that when a dentist tells you that? Do you have time for a successful practice? Do you want to have a great team and a happy team and a happy balance? then you have to add this in. And truly, and we know this to be true of our teams because our ACT teams are having weekly team meetings. You're not going to take a hit in your production if you do it the right way. Right. Everything everything will be okay. Yeah. And again, <laughs> everything will be worse if you don't set this time aside. Yeah. Our mantra here is better practice, better life. So I love taking concepts that are very foundational and healthy dental practices. If you've listened to the podcast and apply them to your personal life. So again, I love my wife. It would be as silly as me saying, I don't have any time for date night. No, Sarah and I are good. We don't need to have dinner. We don't, we're good. We're busy. You know, um, that's like fatal mistake. Number one is thinking you don't have time. We have a therapy appointment every week. It's called date night. It's cheaper than divorce attorneys and psychiatrists, even though both of them, <laughs> you know, I don't know. We I can, don't know. You could, you could maybe use the therapy someday. Oh, we could definitely <laughs> use the therapy. Now, I think therapy is incredible. And I will tell you, this would be on top of it. Date night is just a wonderful way to just say, hey, listen, let's just get aligned. Let's get together. Let's come together. And here at Act Dental, I'll just share this. The single most important meetings I have in any week are not client facing. They are alignment meetings with leaders because we're going to go to work. We're going to go work hard on things. And it's almost like not treatment planning for a very large case. You know, think about this case comes in your office, a lot of complex dentistry. And you're like, we don't need a treatment plan this. I just, I know what to do. I'm just going to start doing the dentistry. That's silly. It's like building a house without a blueprint. That's silly. The alignment meeting is the cornerstone. So consistent leadership meetings here at Act Dental, and we coach practices all the time, leadership meetings have to be run. Now, part of it is you got to run a really good leadership meeting. You might say, we've tried that. And if it sucks, we need to call it out. You're just not doing it right. A great leadership meeting should energize you. You should be talking about metrics, issues, to-do lists, boom, 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 boom. It should be efficient. It should be fast. And you should say to yourself when they're done, what an amazing investment in time. True or false? So true. So true. And I'm glad you said that. If you don't have a, an agenda, something, a template, something to follow, uh, we at Act Dental, we, we could certainly help you with that. For sure. <laughs> you have to. You have to have something that is predictable every week. Somewhere where as a leader, you can go in, you can write down your thoughts. If you're in between patients, if it pops into your head, put it in your agenda so that it doesn't get lost in the shuffle. We know you're busy. We know that you're providing amazing care to your patients. We don't want these problems or the issues or the questions or the concerns or any of that to get lost. Throw them into your agenda so that when the time comes in these weekly meetings that you're having, you can go through each of them and give them the time and the space that they deserve. You, you can either make time for the meetings or you can make time for the problems. It, it's about perspective now. Yeah. And you guys are already hearing this. Courtney's an amazing coach. So you're opening up so many thoughts. And so, <laughs> you know, if you're wondering what was an agenda and I'll tell you one more why before we go on to the next thing, nobody can screw up a great meeting more than Kirk Barron. 
Kirk Barron is the number one <laughs> meeting screwer upper in the world. Like I can talk about an issue that bothers me. I can totally take over the entire meeting, tell everybody why this is a problem and it's a bigger problem and the problem's getting worse and it's a problem and it's a problem and it's a problem. And I can totally suck the energy out of the entire room because I'm talking about a problem. That, my friends, is not helpful. So we use what we consider the L10 adoption of the Gino Wickman traction. It's just the same meeting every time. Everybody knows what to expect. It moves efficiently. We cover all those things. So we'll come back to that in a future episode. But Courtney, what's step number two if we're not aligned as a leader? Well, hopefully step number two puts the pieces into place towards being aligned. Um, leadership agreements, standards of behavior, the ways that you want to treat each other, the ways that you want to present your a united front to your team. Um, and if you're already having these regular weekly meetings, like you know that you should be, and you don't have leadership agreements, you have to get them now. Because we're, we're imperfect. We're going to have great days, not so great days. And that's okay. We want to be sure that as a leader that you're still presenting to your team united with your partner or partners, because again, your team, they see it, they feel it, they understand what's happening, even when you don't think they do. So you have to have rules of engagement, rules of behavior among your leadership team so that you can present that united front to the rest of your practice. Yeah. Let me, let me share with you how I think. And if you're listening, I'll give you a practical application. Here's one that we have to do at Act Dental. All communication has rules. So in our organization, we have what's called the function accountability chart. I'm the visionary, which means I'm the idea guy. Barrett Straub is the details guy. He is our integrator. All my ideas go through the integrator. They don't go down to team members right away when they're in the middle of working because I used to think I would inspire them. What I didn't know is I was exhausting them. And same <laughs> thing with communication the other way. When a team member has a problem, they can't just go to the top guy. They have to go to their coach, their leader, who brings the information to me. Because I'll, I'll tell you right away, I've screwed this up a million times. I have a sidebar. It's a, it's a fantastic sidebar with a team member about a problem and I leave everybody out. It's like me going to one of my kids going, I know, I know, don't worry, let's not tell mom. And that always ends really well, not. So you got to make sure you have leadership agreements. Leadership agreements are clarity points around how we behave, whether it be communication. And here's another one, money. There's leadership agreements around how money is distributed. You just can't take the money when you want it because you're a partner. And another thing that we've seen happen, I want to illustrate some of these. You're a three-doctor practice. Two of the doctors are on vacation. You make an executive decision to change everything while the doctors, the other doctors are on vacation. That is a bomb waiting to happen when you come back. And nothing makes you more upset. Then when you're a partner and you come back from vacation and find out one of your partners has made some changes and didn't include you on the decision. And they go, no, you know, we just needed to do this. And you go, uh, I was at the beach, you know, so I'm not even going to go there, but um, let's, <laughs> let's keep going. So it's almost like we've seen that happen before. Uh, here's, <laughs> I'll tell you how this podcast works. This podcast is really to help the people that are listening. And again, our job, what we do is we're coaches. This is all we do. We coach great practices all over the country that are trying to get better. Now, there's a downside of when you're a good practice. And let me just say this about the podcast and what we're trying to teach you. 
When you're just getting started and you suck at anything, it's easy to get better. Let's say you're just getting started in business. You're like, okay, I'm going to just try a few things. It works. But the better you get, the harder it is to get better. You have to think better. You have to use better tools. The expectations are higher. The stakes are higher. You can't just make stuff up. And so our job in this podcast is to illustrate real stuff that's going on in the world of dentistry, give you some frameworks and help you guys create a better practice and better life. So you got to create consistent meetings and you got to have agreements. Courtney, what's number three? Can I just say one more thing? About you can say whatever you want. Yeah. <laughs> You had said earlier, you don't have to agree. This is such a great example of what a leadership agreement is. You can agree to disagree. And what's your solution to that? Right. Do you choose what's right in the moment and then say, we're going to come back to this a month from now and reevaluate? That's a perfect example of a leadership agreement. When we don't agree altogether, that's okay, but we have to agree on something to continue to move us forward. Right. So I just wanted to throw that in there. That was a really hey, good example. And I'll throw some bathroom wisdom in here. And you're like, oh God, where are we going? <laughs> the right. day I got married, my dad is my hero. And he said to me in the bathroom of my wedding day, Buddy, I'm so proud of you. I'm so happy for you. And we're in the bathroom. I'm like, Dad, why are you trying to give me a bathroom? And he <laughs> said something like this, and I'll never forget. But I can only tell you one thing. You can be right or you can be married, but you can't be both. So you're going to have to choose. And I've never forgotten that wisdom. So if you're ever struggling, just say, ask yourself on a daily basis, do I want to be right or do I want to be married? Because those are two different decisions. And what it goes back to is, you have to come together. Like you don't always have to like give up on what you believe, but you do have to get together and you do have to be aligned in order for things to be healthy around you. There's no great practice that we coach that everyone agrees all the time. No way. As a matter of fact, the better they are, the more they actually disagree. And what great people do, like great Italian families. Now, I'm not Italian, but like I love Italian families. Italian families fight and they scream at each other and they love each other like you've never seen a family love each other. I've watched people like oh, scream at each other. I've been at the table so nervous when people are yelling. And in five minutes, you're like, these people love each other more than anybody I've ever seen. So I don't even know where oh, I'm yeah. going with that. But that's like that's like Sunday dinner at my house when I was a kid. We're Italian. Oh, you're that's Italian? Just that's just conversation. Yeah. <laughs> but you're but you're right. My aunt used to say, have it out. Just have it out. Talk about it and move on. Yeah. And that's what you do. See what great team. <laughs> one more thing, because again, this is so important. Great teams don't have, don't, aren't in the absence of conflict. They are really good at conflict resolution. They see it, yeah. they call it out, they, they get it done right away and they move on, thus making them powerful leaders to follow. So good stuff. We have some tools too, that we'll talk about here in a second, but what's step number three, Courtney? I know you love this one, Kirk. All roads lead back to your core values. If at the end of the day, you are having, you establish these leadership meetings, you have your leadership agreements, go back to your core values and make sure that that alignment piece is still in the same spot it was when you decided to start this partnership or this, this agreement together. If your values don't align, we might need to have a separate conversation. Your, your core values that you've set in place, and if you haven't, we will provide you a resource to help you figure out exactly what those are, but they are so important. They guide every decision you make. So if you are still having conflict or there's still no time for leadership agreements and there's still some misalignment, 
go back to your core values. It might feel complicated. Yeah. That's okay. Work through it again. Yeah. And so again, you're prompting me with so many thoughts is the, your core values are everything. You're going to use them in good decisions and you're actually going to use them more in bad decisions. You're going to go, wow, this is really hard. What do our values say? They're non-negotiable verbs. I'm just telling you when you put the flag in the ground and you say, this is how we behave and this is who we are, everything gets better. It really does like overnight. The other thing I'll say is that if two partners don't align on a value system, it never, ever, ever ever, ever works. It only works if one of them gives up on who they are. They go, I'm just not going to be the person I always wanted to be because I need money and I don't want to address this conflict. And so you have to give up on who you are in order to stay in that relationship. But one more thing I'll mention, because I'm going back looking at a lot of our content and Simon Sinek said this, and I love it. He said, you look at the greatest leaders that have ever lived. They never talk about how. They always talk about why. You look at Martin Luther King, you know, Abraham Lincoln, anybody that's ever inspired the world, they never focus on the how. They're always on the why, which is a value system. It's a belief. It's something we can all be inspired by. And this is where your values come alive. Because if I'm a team member, a dental assistant working for you or a hygienist working for you, and I'm all in on your value system, you could screw up a lot, buddy. You could screw up a lot. I got your back. I will go to war with you. I will fight with you. Um, but if I don't you know, believe in the fabric of who you are, I'll leave you in one second for a place that pays me $10 more you know, type of a thing. So your values are really important. Any great business, I mean, go to a Chick-fil-A for heaven's sake, son. You'll mm -hmm. see a kid, a, an entire parking lot of kids running around full speed, like engaged. And it's a value system. It's not a training thing. It's a value system. So- that's so good. Now, step number four, which is a little bit more even application into this process. What is it? So step number four really has to do with what do you want and how are we going to get there? At ACT, we call it our OGT tool, our outcomes, goals, and targets tool. Broken down, you need to figure out what each of those three really important categories are what they mean to you. So your outcomes, when you sit down and you say, what do we want? How do we want to feel at the end of the day? What are we really searching for? Write it down. Um, your goals are the steps that you're going to take to get there. And they have to be measurable and tangible. If, if, if we say, you know, we pick a certain outcome, how are you going to get there? What does that look like? And then your targets are your KPIs. They're your data points that you're using to measure how you're achieving those goals and if you're achieving them. And they're the tool that tells you what to do if you're not quite there yet. Um, so really sitting down and figuring out the feeling, what that outcome looks like. Remember together, because you're on a leadership team together, how you want to get there. And then the data that measures those steps, really, really important. Yeah. Now, this is really key because we have a great coach. Her name is Jamie. And she just recently helped us understand like how you set goals. Now, the largest company she coaches, just to give you some perspective, does 18 billion. Okay. We are like a tiny fly in her, <laughs> in her circle. And so she's like, no, you guys got to get the goal thing. So outcome, goals, targets. And I'll tell you what that meant for me. Outcome for me was a number. It was a financial, like, what do we do? This is where we want to be. And I thought about this all wrong. Outcome is like, 
What's the feeling we're looking for? What's the feeling I want to get rid of? So let me give you an example in a dental practice. I am doing too many PPOs. I'm producing more and more and more, and I'm writing off more and more, and I'm working long hours, and I'm burning myself and my team out, and I can't see, I can't see where this is going to go. That is an outcome you have to change. And so here's what I would suggest. Now, we're going to have a link to the tool. You can use it. The outcome is this. I want to start getting paid full fee of what I do more. I want to get out of PPOs less. I want to get home by three or four o'clock every day. I want to watch my kids grow up. I want my team members to watch our kids grow up. I want the schedule to be tighter. I want people in the schedule that are actually going to pay and value what we do so that when I go to work, I'm not rolling my eyes and I'm not diagnosing, is this a fee-for-service patient or is this a Delta patient? Because my treatment plan is going to be different. This is the this is the living hell that you keep yourself in when you don't have the clarity around. So that's an outcome that's different. And then you go to goals. Goals are going to be the steps. So if I want to get out of PPOs, there's a few steps. Number one, I got to gather some data. Number two, we have to put a plan together. And so the goal is this, by the end of this year or next year, we are going to go from 42% write-offs to 32% write-offs. And here is exactly the steps we're going to take. Then lastly, the targets. The targets are measured every week. So those would be specific KPIs that would be relative to the goal of getting to 32%. Am I on the right track here, Courtney? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Keep going. Okay. So, (laughs) And now I've got a team of 20 people or 11 people or 13 people or even seven people. And all of us are aligned on a few goals per quarter. You basically take the goal and the targets and the outcomes, and you divide them by four. And we put them into quarters for the most part. Now I'm simplifying here, but here's what I want you to think. You pulse every 13 weeks. So here's what we do at Act Dental. We go through this process. We figure out our goals. And then every quarter, we give ourselves 13 weeks to get it done. We organize the work. We get people together. And it's so cool to get three things done with 20 people than it is to try to get 92 things done with 20 people. And I want you to think like that. The cool part about sticking to something like this is every quarter, your practice gets better. And you you can all live, if you're listening to this podcast, one of the things you can live with is progress. If you see your pro, your practice getting a little bit better every quarter, you are good. Everyone else is good. The other thing is people believe in you as a leader. You're also consistent, which is a problem that I had. Part of what Courtney is sharing with you, it's called consistency. And the signature of mediocre dentists and mediocre leaders, which I was one, and I'm still, is chronic inconsistency, coming up with new stuff all the time. No, this system works when you use it. Now, I want you to download the attached download. Don't worry, go to the the notes. You'll see it right there. And you can have a copy of it and go through it. It'll make, your mind will be blown. And in the next quarter, we're actually going to do a workshop in our To The Top Study Club. We're going to show you exactly how to use this, how to build out your KPIs, your targets, and how to set very specific goals that anyone can understand. Anything you would add to that, Courtney? I'm, I'm so glad you mentioned about next quarters to the top. I am so looking forward to that because I think... Yes, absolutely. Jamie was so amazing in the way that she explained this to us so that we are, you know, improving ourselves and the way we explain this to our clients and and our our family and our ACT community. The OGT tool is so amazing. And it's what is going to structure your now and your future, your next year and and what comes after that. Um, So sit down and really hammer those out because that's, that's your roadmap to 
success. Yeah. And, and one more thing, I'll just piggyback on what Courtney said. That tool is so important. It's a tool. You use the same tool every quarter, whether your practice has four people or 400 people. We use the same tool. It's not me coming up with something new. Use the tool. Everyone will understand it and your life will get better. Now, there's a fifth step here when alignment's not working. What is it, Courtney? Make your plan and stick to it and move forward together. So you've established your weekly meetings. You've discussed what your agreements are going to be as your leadership team. You've measured your core values. You know what they are. They, you take them to heart. They define who, who you are when you step into your practice. You've sat down together. You've worked on your outcomes, your goals, your targets. You know where you're going, how you're going to get there, and what's going to tell you if you're on track or off track. That's your plan stick to it. The, the word I'll use here is accountability. Mm. Hold each other accountable to the plan that you've set and move forward. Yeah. And don't stop having your weekly meetings because that is your time to be aligned. That's your time to talk about the bumps that come and how you're going to get over them. Um, so make, make your plan and keep going, keep moving. Yeah. So our coaches went to an amazing conference and you, you all came back and used the term. It doesn't have to be perfect to get started. You, you just, what is it called? You got to uh, get, get, mo. Mo. get mo. Explain get mo. that. What does that mean? Uh, good enough to move on. All right. You don't need perfect. <laughs> Sometimes you just got to get moving. Courtney is exactly right. You want to make a plan and you want to keep moving forward. Now you also use the magic word called accountability, which I feel people misuse. Accountability requires accounting. It's not a trust thing. It is a trust thing once we use the accounting. But what I'm saying is like, when you use this tool, you're going to come up with very specific targets that are broken into quarters. And now we can all anchor in the tool and the, the accounting and go, okay, we are off track or on track with the number we thought we would be and the items that said, so now it's not anecdotal. It's not emotional. When you don't have any data, you're just talking to somebody. And it's typically an emotional conversation about how you feel, which is dangerous. So, mm -hmm. Courtney, this is amazing. I could go for two more hours on this subject alone, <laughs> but I know we wear out our listeners. So what are our final takeaways? What do you got? I, I, I just, I love this. And you say it all the time and I say it to my teams all the time. As goes the leader, so goes the team. You know, we opened with it. I think it's appropriate to close with it. Be united. Talk to each other. Call out um, the elephant in the room, whatever it may be. Establish your core values. Establish your leadership agreements. Present a united front to your team and good things will happen. It is not the teams that have no conflict that succeed. It's the teams that do have conflict because they learn how to work through them. Mm -hmm. So don't feel like if you're in this place of misalignment and, and you're feeling a certain way internally, you're not alone. And this is actually a good thing because we can figure out how to get you moving forward to the next step. Um, go back to your core values. All roads lead to your core values. Yeah, always. They always do. And so I'll just piggyback on what you said, as goes the leader, so goes the team. I, I'm going to be the chief repeating officer here. So here it comes. You know, the fish <laughs> never stinks in the middle. We have a lot of people that call us and go, my team, my team, my team. Well, it doesn't stink in the middle. It stinks at the top, you know, stinks from the head down. The other thing that you'll find in any bottle is the bottleneck is never in the middle. So as a leader, one of the things you have to say is like, we are here because of me. And 
what do I need to do, understand, grow, or learn so that we don't go here again and again and again, and we're here to help you. So a uh, couple things that we added, you know, a call to action. We've got some resources that we mentioned. We'll put them down in the notes. So if you're not taking notes, this is how this goes. We're taking notes for you. So if you're listening on Spotify, Stitcher, iTunes, whatever, those things that Courtney and I mentioned will be links. So here's what's really cool. If, if you're if you're driving, don't do this. But like if you're listening to the podcast, flip up to the notes, you're going to see links. It, just click on it. It'll take you directly to the tools that we're talking about. Put them into play. Use them. When you get stuck, we are here to help you. Raise your hand. We will help you. And if you want to join us for the To The Top Study Club, in which we're going to be doing an entire day on this subject which is the OGT tool, how to use it, how to put it in your action plan, how to create your 90-day scorecard, how to strategic plan for your business over and over and over. Now, you'll notice the date. It's October 20th and October 27th. So it's not on December 31st, which is what I used to do. I used to do all my planning on like December 26th, 27th, 28th, and I'd give it to my team on January 3rd. Don't do that. Get your plan done on October 20th and 27th and get it all in place so that you can go into the Christmas holiday and you can just relax knowing the plan's in place. Courtney, thank you Absolutely. so much for being on. Thanks, Kirk. It's always awesome. So stick around when we say goodbye to everybody else, but thank you guys for listening to the Best Practices Show podcast. Keep showing up. We're so grateful. I love this stuff so much and I love this profession. We're going to keep bringing it. All you have to do is keep showing up. So if you enjoyed today, do us a favor, hit the share button, share it with your friends because I love it when you share it with your friends. Give us a review because it helps us find other people like you. And until we see you guys next time, or you hear from us next time, keep watching or keep listening to the Best Practices Show. You guys enjoy your day. So there you have it. Another great episode. Hope you guys enjoyed it. Hey, and thank you for showing up. I just want to thank you for being here and sharing the good word with your friends. And if you're really enjoying the podcast, could you do me a favor? Could you go to wherever you consume the podcast and just give us a four or five star review? Here's what that does. It allows us to find other great people like you. I love this profession so much. I'm going to spend the rest of my professional life finding great information so that you can consume it and your friends can consume it so that you can create a better practice and a better life. So keep spreading the word and we will see you guys soon. Have a great day, everybody.